This is Financially Tuned with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Matthew Brunner to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Westport, Connecticut. If you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 203-454-5970. If you're listening to us on the web or uh, as a podcast, you can call 800-339-9252 or feel free to visit the website at compass-ltd.com. Now stay tuned because later on in the show, we'll have a special offer for you, so don't change the channel. Now today, we're going to talk about financial literacy and how important it is when it comes to making plans for your future. Yeah, it is. Uh, wow, financial literacy. That's interesting. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what you mean by that. But before we jump into that, Matt, uh, I always have to ask how things are going at Comprehensive Planning Associates. You've been really busy, haven't you? We are really busy, which is a good thing, I think. You know, we, we, That means we get to take care of our clients. And uh, so that's, to me, I consider that always a plus to be busy working on the side of, of helping our clients achieve their goals. Yeah, I think that's cool. And I, I know it's really great that you offer a complimentary consultation to our listeners. So uh, anyone uh, listening to this uh, can give you a call and set up that consultation. Uh, what's that phone number for the office? You can call 203-454-5970 or 800-339-9252. All right. Now, financial literacy, what do you mean by that? Explain that one to us. I want to make a joke about literacy, but I won't. So, yeah, what does it mean? <laughs> well, you told me that you had it written down and you couldn't read it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, yeah. What does it mean to? What does it mean to be financially literate? Right. Well, having financial literacy means that you possess the knowledge, skills, and the confidence that you need in order to make sound financial decisions that fit your unique situation. Now, many people think that the cornerstones of personal finance are like budgeting, uh, avoiding and managing debt and diversification, but you really need fluency in order to achieve a rewarding and secure financial life. And people often spend a significant amount of time, a ton of money and a ton of energy focusing on getting a job, but they don't carefully consider how they'll manage the money that they'll receive once they have that job. In the same way that you might be an expert in, say, rock and roll or craft beer or vintage cars, you you should also be literate in the realm of personal finance as well. Ah, there you go. That's a good point. Uh, you mentioned, I, I mean, I think you're kind of picking on me there. I'm really into 70s and 80s rock music and craft beer, and I, I have to admit I probably know way more about those subjects than I than I ever will about finance. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask my wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good on those topics too, but luckily I'm also pretty literate. I hope very, very literate in the realm of personal finance. <laughs> well, obviously you are, uh, but do you think a lack of financial literacy is a widespread issue? I absolutely think that's the case. Uh, since starting in the industry, I've come across people who, despite their hard work, 
still feel like their finances don't reflect their efforts. The amount of money you're making, however, is not what determines your financial future. It's more about how solid your plan is. Uh, I can tell you very, very simply, I've, I have clients who, when they started with us, clients who as couples are making well over a million dollars a year. Okay. Wow. And they aren't even close to being able to have a successful retirement because they just didn't understand finance. Now, there's also people who have very modest incomes and very strong investments and have a very already rock solid plan and huge chances of success for the retirement of their dreams. So more income doesn't necessarily translate into a better financial situation or better financial literacy. Ah, there you go. Well, um, I, I think it is a, a problem and it's an interesting concept. Can we talk a little bit more though about the difference between these kinds of people? I Yeah, sure. I, I think it comes down to the education that they've received regarding finance. I, I think everyone would like to make smart financial decisions that will position them correctly for the future. But many have never really been able to or even given the opportunity to learn how. There, there was an article in Fortune that nearly two-thirds of Americans can't ba- pass a basic test of financial literacy. A lack of financial literacy in our country has even led the government to designate April as National Financial Literacy Month for over a decade now. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's, I, I mean, just how bad is our financial literacy in America? <laughs> well, there's a couple of things. I, I'll point one thing out. Well, let, let's put it in perspective. 44% of Americans don't have enough cash to cover a $400 emergency, according to a Forbes article about how badly America is failing at financial literacy. The median out-of-pocket cost for an emergency medical expense is $1,000. There's that's There was a Federal Reserve annual survey and that shows $1,000 from emergency medical expense. That means that almost half of Americans are one accident away from receiving a bill in the mail that they can't afford to cover. And it may be harder to imagine right now that being the case since the job market's really strong, but imagine the setback an individual would have if they were to lose their job with less than $400 in their account. This all ties back to understanding the importance of an emergency fund, which I probably beat into the ground every other week, and having a better grasp on financial sense. And there's another statistic that shed light on how uh, the financial know-how in America is so bad right now. It's that 43% of those with student loans are not making payments. More than 16 million people in the U.S. have a master's degree. That's about 8% of the population. So what that means is master's degrees now are about as commonplace as bachelor degrees were in the 60s. And with that popularity comes a growing number of individuals who've put off paying student loans. Now, granted, the rising costs of tuition play a key role in graduates struggling to pay off loans, but so do really bad decisions along the way as to how much debt they took on and the amount of money they're going to earn with that degree. And I think overall it would help students to have a better understanding of how repayment plans look after graduating or how you're going to be able to do that. There's a pretty, let me give you a really, let me, anybody who's listening to this, really good rule of thumb. If you can't make in one year with your degree what you're going to be in debt for, you're going to have a hard time paying that that debt off over time. So I'm not saying you need to pay your debt off in one year. I'm saying if you're going to graduate college with a 
$100,000 in student debt, you're going to want to be able to make $100,000 a year with that degree. And unfortunately, I, it's, this, is, this is the one that we always said was the degree in college when I was there was underwater basket weaving doesn't pay $100,000 a year. <laughs> underwater basket weaving. There are a Was that whole your minor in, in school? Or? <laughs> no, it was not. But listen, there's. I have no problem with people pursuing their own educational path. But if you're going to do it at the cost of putting yourself in debt to the, to the tune that you can't pay it, uh, that's not a very good idea. So, yeah, follow your dreams. Read about that stuff online. But don't get in over $100,000 of debt to chase what is essentially a very niche and practically useless degree, except for what you learned while you're there. If you want, if you're going to do that, don't get in debt for it. You know, I, make an informed decision about your degree, make an informed decision about your education options. And that, that, that alone and get learning some things about finance. If I can, if you can walk away with one thing, don't walk away with more debt than you're going to make in one year for your degree. Yeah, and thanks for the recap there. Are there other areas that we should discuss that might give an indication as to whether somebody has financial literacy or not? Oh, absolutely. Here's another big one, credit card debt. Oh, now, yeah. There, there was a recent study from Value Penguin, which is a silly name, but good study. 38% of households in the U.S. have credit card debt. Now, they also found that the average household has a credit card debt of around $5,700. So, if you carry the one, that's about $5,700 too much. The interest that accrues while maintaining credit card debt can be incredibly damaging to your financial situation, often increasing the amount you'll ultimately pay towards that purchase. Now, many people with credit card debt are unaware that they're paying so much in interest or, more importantly, that there are strategies that can help them reduce their interest amounts. Now, again, me going back to college, all there would just be a table every day somewhere on campus that would just give you credit cards. And it was so easy for college kids to get in yeah. over their head. I, I can't tell you how many people I was surrounded by that were already swamped with credit card debt before they graduated college. And it was just because they didn't understand how those things worked. So I think that's a bit, you know, credit card debt is a, is a very dangerous one. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, and obviously none of us want to have credit card debt, but for those who find themselves in that whole it is encouraging to know that there are strategies and folks like you that can help them, right? There is. It, you know, it comes down to having a budget and repayment plan in place and sticking to it. The sticking to it is the hard part. But if you do that, you you can dig yourself out of that credit card debt. And, and so let's, I, I'd like to say there is hope on the horizon for those who have it. And let's bring up one more, the last area of financial literacy or maybe even lack thereof. I should say, is in the retirement realm. So Go Banking Rates conducted a survey of millennials, Gen Xers, baby boomers, and they asked how much they had saved for retirement, and the results were bleak, to say the least, and revealed that many people are not on the right track to covering their expenses in retirement. In fact, they found that 56% of Americans have less than $10,000 saved for their golden years. So that doesn't oh, sound like it's going to be terrible. so golden to me. Yeah, no. Yeah. At best, it's it would be the brass years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really tight. Um, what do you think the reason behind this failure to plan, uh, you know, plan for the future is? Sure. Regardless of how overwhelmed or even uncertain you feel when it comes to your finances, it's vitally important that you begin to put together a retirement plan as soon as possible. Our goal at Compass is to cut through 
all that industry mumble jumbo and financial misconceptions and uncertainties you may have help people accomplish their income goals. And we work hard to set people up with the tools and accounts to help them succeed in their retirement, regardless of what phase of life they're in. So whether you need help managing your debt and devising a repayment plan or want help creating a personalized strategy for your retirement, we're here for you. If you or someone you know would like help in this realm, feel free to visit our website, compass-ltd.com or call the office 203-454-5970 or 800-339-9252 and schedule a complimentary consultation. There's no cost. There's no obligation to that. We'll sit down, schedule some time for you, and we'll talk about the steps you need to take. And they're really not painful ones. They really aren't in order to help you get that retirement plan together. All right. Well, I think that sounds great, Matt. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Matt Brunner of Compass after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Comprehensive Planning Associates, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 203-454-5970 or visit us at compass-ltd.com to learn more. And welcome back to our last segment for this episode of Financially Tuned with our amazing host, Matt Brunner of Comprehensive Planning Associates, or Compass as I like to call it. Now, Matt, great discussion talking about whether or not we're financially literate uh, what some of these issues are, how we can be more financially literate, uh, including you talked about the shocking amount of people out there that don't even have enough to cover a $400 emergency saved, the number of people who aren't taking steps to repay student loans, the prevalence of credit card debt, uh, finally, the amount of people who have little to nothing saved for retirement. And these facts all point to a broader issue. And I know this is why you brought this topic up. And that's that a lot of us lack basic financial literacy. And I think this points to a need for them to teach this early in schools. I think they should start teaching personal finance in fifth or sixth grade. That's my that's my opinion. What do you think? I am pretty on board with that. I would say, I don't I think there's parts of it they could be teaching that young for sure. I think some there's some other stuff that they can get into a little later. I think at the very least uh, first, there's a few. There's only a few states that require finance classes, even for high schoolers. Right. I I truly believe if we had more f- widespread financial education programs, we might have a lot more financially literate people. I agree. And with without classes on finances, individuals are left to navigate the oftentimes confusing and especially ever evolving world of, world of finances on their own. You know, I point to, uh, there's a couple problems to me, when it, especially when it comes to the education side. We've moved so far towards making sure that everything is STEM or STEAM in schools that we forgot some of those basic things that we always had. That Those home ec classes that I, you know, I took one quarter of in seventh and eighth grade where you learn stuff. You could, you could at least, you could elect to take it for a whole year. And if I could do it again, I would have taken it every year. Uh, the, the skills you learn in, in those in some of the trade stuff that you learn, we've forgotten that how important that is. And we're seeing people suffer for, for it now. I, I truly believe that. And I, I don't know about you, but I know most people would rather watch paint dry or do a host of, 
yeah, do a host of other exciting hobbies and sit down and read about smart finance choices. But if we're not going to be teaching it in schools, you're going to have to learn it on your own. Yeah, you you are. Uh, good point. That's true. Uh, it's so important to be knowledgeable on the subject since it's going to affect our entire lives so much, right? Yeah, I, I, of course it will. But it's easy to put things off until they become a really glaring problem. Unfortunately, many people don't realize how important it is to learn about smart money choices until it's too late. And they maybe can't afford the retirement or future that they had always envisioned. Well, hopefully, parents, public schools, employers, universities begin taking steps to promote financial wellness. After all, they're positioned to create much needed change and be a part of the country's financial solution. But we can't sit around waiting for that to happen. It's important to start taking the proper steps now. Yeah. Yep, it is. Uh, it, it's never too early. Uh, can you share some tips on how we could go about gaining financial literacy then? Yeah, there's a, there's quite a few. It may seem overwhelming to get involved in your finances, but you'll be so much better off in the future if you start taking control of your financial life. I, I, I say this, find a financial professional that you trust, that you like, that you can work with, that'll help explain things to you. And then read as much as you can, especially the stuff that that person might suggest to you. Now, you could go and you could go to any bookstore and you can go you know, online and you could find a bazillion books about finances. But the, here's, the, here's the unfortunate part. The more boring the title, probably the more you're going to get out of it. Because more likely than not, a lot of the books are designed to sell you something in the end. So even if it's just that person's philosophy and future newsletter, you really want to understand what's there. You know, you if you get the wrong one, they're going to say, this is the greatest thing and never and always stay away from this. That No one should be making blanket statements like that. There's It's either right for your particular situation or it isn't. It might be right for someone else's. So, uh I, I, I know a lot of people be like, yeah, you know, hard pass on, on that super exciting reading you're talking about right now. But if you start small, get more into browsing money matters related articles you see online, you know, click a few things on, on pages that you can get a few streams that you read between the lines of. If it's trying to sell you something, click to the next article. If, it, you know, there's there's some good articles and in things like money and Forbes, it's also full of tons of junk articles too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but you'd be surprised at how quickly still you'll start to get a grasp of things. If you just read some of this stuff, uh, there's another, another useful thing start is using financial management tools. We've got this great thing that we offer our clients and even prospective clients. It's called the generational vault. It's a complimentary account. We give them online. It ties all their financial accounts together. There's tons of videos and learning videos and learning libraries on our website. Just watching some of these things without trying, without someone trying to cram a sale down your throat is huge. I, I can't stress enough that, you know, listening, <laughs> there's some other radio shows that I hear, uh, and they're always pushing an agenda. And I, mine, mine is, I, I'm always pushing an agenda too, and that's create a retirement plan. You can do it with me or somebody else, but get it done. You know, I'm not going to tell you to go to one of my certified instructors that I have around the country, or this is the only way to get it done. The only way to get your retirement plan done is to go to a financial planner. I suggest a certified financial planner because those are the ones that I feel have the most 
credentialing and and the best understanding of to gain your entire picture so that they're creating a plan around your particular and unique situation but you can watch all these things come together then and you can get on top of your money you can get on top of your finances and you can start filling in these gaps in your in your illiterate financial knowledge you know so you can become more financially literate it's an easy way to manage your entire picture and push all these things in one place. And uh, that's kind of going back to the generational vault and gain literacy over your own finances. Yeah. And that's the key right there. Now those services sound helpful. Uh, do you have any other tips today? Yeah. And again, ask experts for advice in the same way you couldn't perform brain surgery on your own because you weren't training that skill. You should consult a trusted financial services professional that has the experience that you don't and can help you understand how to budget, how to save, how, what, what is, what are going to be the investment tools that'll help you reach your goals? Not someone with uh, sales quotas, but someone whose job is to take your best interest in mind. Someone who has a fiduciary responsibility to you. Now, professionals can help you look at how you're handling your finances. They'll make suggestions on how you can start to pay off any debts you have, consolidate and manage finances with a plan based on your unique situation. If you sit down with somebody and I always offer a complimentary consultation. If in that first meeting, they talk about you moving all your money to them, eh, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but that should be a red flag. They should get to know your situation before there's any advice ever given. Uh, aside from that, take advantage of the networks you have access to. You know, whether it's a podcast, a webinar, a blog, there's countless financial education options out there and ones that are available to you, a lot of them for free. And be sure to look within your immediate network too. consult successful friends or family in your circle of influence. Utilize the knowledge that they have and can share. There's truly endless options to expand your financial literacy. But also remember, if you have a successful friend, that may have worked for them and their particular goals and needs. And if you don't know how to have that conversation with them to understand where they came from, how they got to where they are and where they're going, then they may be able to give you some advice. But most likely the best advice they'll be able to give you is the name of the financial professional that they worked with to get them into that particular situation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line right there. Well, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add, Matt? Yes. More time. Can I add more time? Uh, I'd no. Like to you, you, okay. I, well, I then, get that. But, uh. <laughs> okay. Well, then, uh, uh, yeah, I hope some people got something out of today's show. Have a better idea of some of the ways that they can become more financially literate, can take control of their money, their financial future. More importantly, however, I want to stress that you don't have to feel overwhelmed by your financial situation. If you are feeling overwhelmed at all, or you just want another opinion on your unique particular situation, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to work with you. If you have any questions about today's show, comments, please do not hes hesitate to contact me. You can call 203-454-5970. Or if you're streaming this somewhere or you're listening to a podcast or on the web somewhere, call 800-339-9252. Always happy to help. Visit the website at compass-ltd.com. The top left-hand corner, you can check the color of money risk analysis. It's an 11-question self-assessment tool, and it'll generate a report for you so that when we sit down either over coffee somewhere at my office or online on FaceTime or Skype or something to have that complimentary consultation, we'll have that report. We'll talk about how we integrate that into helping you take the first steps towards the creating that retirement plan for that, not just the life you want now, but that life you want in the future as well. 
All right. Thanks, Matt. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Matt Brunner of Comprehensive Planning Associates or Compass. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities LLC and Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.